You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Well, we get into the uh, Bentley GT, which uh, Matt and I romantically toured the coast in last week. Probably put 200 miles on that thing. Uh, that's a wild car. Uh, also, the new Mustang Cobra GT with, I don't know, 760 horsepower. We'll get into that. I'll t- tell, tell you about the time I drove off the tow truck, some hot motorcycle talk. First, bet online. Nothing to bet on, right? Wrong. Bet online has hundreds of events and games and props to wager on. Uh, it'll bring uh, Vegas to you. That's right. The mountain will come to Mohammed. Vegas can come to you, man. Online poker and blackjack 24-7. Plus, you can bet on stock prices, uh, weather, even the Nathan's hot dog eating competition. That's on uh, NASCAR. NASCAR's back. There's no one in the stands, but they're back. It's not going to stop you from picking a winner. MMA, of course. Bet online, our exclusive partner at Podcast One. Sign up for a free account with promo code Podcast One for your sign up bonus. So get going with that. Visit betonline.ag. Don't forget promo code Podcast One for your sign up bonus today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. The Adam Carolla Show is going on the road. Next stop, Nashville, Tennessee. Clay Travis is joining me on Friday and Podcast One's Caitlin Bristow from Off the Vine is going to be joining me as well for a Saturday show. And we're doing a special live stream. If you want to watch the pod and be part of the action, check out LiveXLive.com and get the Live by Live app. It's all happening this weekend, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. My Houston show had over a million views, and I'd be stoked if this one could surpass that number so we can do that with you. So it's going to be a great show. Make sure you tune in this Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Check out LiveXLive.com or download the Live by Live app. Just $25, you get wine and gifts. Ace's favorite stuff or products from ACS. Every single month, you get the drink you choose. It's hard to beat cool stuff and lose. Adam's Monthly Nut. Adam's Monthly Nut. The evil bitch that is coronavirus may still be raging outside, but Corolla Drinks is hard at work with another month of Adam's Monthly Nut. This month includes... A beard bro, beard shaping tool to tame that unruly corona facial hair. And a chew face mask so you can silently protest how f***ing stupid all of this is. A six foot premium beer bong by beerbong.com so you can slug back a few cold endless rants when the world officially opens up again. And of course, a bottle of your choice. We know times are tough, but we at Corolla Drinks are here to remind you to take a breath. Have a drink and wait for all this shit to be over. Mahalo. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on. A choice, but get on a mandate. Get it on. 
<laughs> Welcome to CarCast, Matt Carroll. It's uh, Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. How you doing? Over there. I'm good. I'm busy, you know, running around, <laughs> doing uh, doing what I do. Yeah. Uh, over at the other shop, Sean's wet sanding, getting ready to apply decals onto the tail, and uh, they're also uh, prepping the uh, BRE 510 over there. I'm trying to get the stupid Monterey updates and um i don't there's many facets of life i don't i don't get yeah i the monterey thing is weird because so many people are just waiting and trying to decide are we booking rooms are we getting a car ready and it's like guys just talk to us like let us know what's going on have a little bit more communication like a weekly update like every friday pop out an email and go we're meeting with the government or health officials we're trying to source washing hand washing machines like just tell us what's going on first off there's nothing going on there's just a bunch of people in the streets marching around there's nothing happening i don't you know what i was thinking about when i was driving over here why isn't the fucking zoo open the oh, I LA saw that zoo. sign. Yeah, that sign is just that. Oh, uh, there's uh, a freeway, sign? The freeway, the freeway sign. sign. The, the click it or, or ticket signs now say the LA Zoo is closed. Just over here zoo by the freeway. Closed. I literally. Oh, I literally. Oh, that's coming the other direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Five. I was just sitting at home and I just wrote, why is the zoo closed? It's outdoors. There's plenty of space. It also. You know, I don't care about the little people, but the zoo is where the poor kids go. That's their cheap ticket. Disneyland is an expensive ticket. You go to the L.A. Zoo, you see a lot of young brown faces there because it's an inexpensive way for the family to, like, go out and spend the day. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to drive to Anaheim and, and blah, blah, blah. Why Why isn't the zoo open? I, I, don't, I don't get... I don't. I, I. I know there's no plan, but why? Why isn't there a plan? Yeah. Why don't you just go? What's the maximum capacity of the zoo? Two thousand people. Okay, make it five hundred. Yeah, and then you open it. Like <laughs> I'm going. I'm in Nashville, as you hear this, doing stand up. I don't know why the comedy store is closed. Zany's is open in Nashville. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Improv's been open in Houston for a month and a half. What? Yeah. Why? Why don't? Max Pato, how come we don't get to have a plan? I, I, I don't. What What's so I, I, different I think, about L.A. that we don't get to have a plan where everyone else has some sort of plan? I, I don't ask me. I'm with you, man. I, I, I imagine Irvine Improv is going to open much before Hollywood Improv, right? Like it, I drove to Orange County last weekend to go get a steak in a restaurant. It will, <laughs> but every comedy club is opening around the country and has been open for weeks with a plan. With a plan, right. Some are doing half capacity, some a little more, some a little less, but they're doing... No, not a little less. Like, they started at half, they went up to three-quarter, and now if you want to go to Salt Lake City and do comedy, you can go to Salt Lake City, but you can't go to Melrose and do comedy Mm. if you Mm -hmm. live in Los Angeles. It looks like, uh, yes, zoos and museums, they're going to start reopening very soon, if not even today, but zoos will have to stop live animal shows unless they can ensure physical distancing and proper sanitation protocols. Physical that's, di- that's distance science. from what? From the, from the rhinos? The crowd. Yeah, the audience. <laughs> All right. So, All right. whatever. Anyway. whatever. I heard uh, productions, though. Productions, I guess, TV and film are going to start June 12th. 
Okay. And I don't know how they're going to do that, but they're just going <laughs> to Everyone that. has to yell, Ali, Ali, oxen free, and then they have to walk around every telephone pole twice. <laughs> so, Sister Mayor. Yeah. I just love Not the, together, though. <laughs> I love the science of the non-science. We just, we just did the test. Everyone hit the streets over the last three weeks. Yeah. Nothing's happening. Okay. All right. Can we please not be such fucking colossal pussies about anyway, everything? The point is, is we want to go to Monterey to an outdoor event. And I keep talking to the guy <laughs> at Monterey, and I'm going, what is going on? I heard it was closed down. He's like, that wasn't, no, you didn't hear from us. And then they go, we're having a meeting on Monday, maybe Tuesday. Yeah. Then we're going to find out. And I'm like, okay. Meanwhile, they want the paperwork. They want the, the deadline for the paperwork, the deadline for the picture of the car, the deadline for paying them and all that. Yeah, but yeah. they won't say whether the thing is on or off. Yeah. It's a bizarre way to conduct business. I, uh, what about accommodations? I, what about the Airbnb? So the way it's working out is the deadline to submit stuff, your cars, is going to expire before – they officially announced the event, right? So, yes. So, in a week from now, or however long, when they say, "Hey, the race is on," everyone's going to be like, "Oh, but we can't submit a car now. We've been waiting for you to tell us." And now they're going to have to do that. Well, we're going to extend it, extend the registration. It's I'm like, just, well, why didn't you just do all this before? Like, or what? why not just declare it's on? I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. You can figure out. You can figure out the tickets or the capacity later. Just announce yeah. the race is on. They're Sounds having, like we're going either way. They're having other <laughs> events at the track. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Let me tell you about uh, J.B. Weld. I want to thank J.B. Weld for being a sponsor of the Adam Carolla Show. Epoxy adhesive brand used by pros and DIYers for over 50 years. You can get it at J.B. Weld. Dot com and, and advanced auto parts, O'Reilly, Walmart, Home Depot. Like, it's everywhere. All right. And we use it here. Uh, let's see. So you are driving the Mustang. Yeah. The, the, the Shelby GT5. So we drove Sorry. the Bentley. We ended up doing like, oh, we did a little bit of a local road trip. We had some stuff to do. We yeah. drove around. And, uh, and my comment on that was is, is the car is great and – and the platform being the Panamera platform now is is so good. And it just felt like every mile we end up putting on that car, we kind of liked it more and more. And what's not to love? The interior is fantastic and the, the diamond stitch and ventilated seats and massage. And, I had that on the whole time. You know, it just uh, – it the car is, is great and it works and it's fast and it's smooth and – and, uh, it's it's a ton of car, and the the interior is really impressive, obviously, and the dash panel that had the sort of flip around like the James Bond license plate, yeah, kind of move where you could go full screen or you could go like old school analog, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's spectacular, and um, it's it's got this really nice balance between sort of tactile. I don't like like for instance. At some point in the eighties or nineties, like all the stereos switch their volumes from knobs to buttons, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's a bad idea. I want a volume knob. Yeah. Uh, just like I want a tachometer that's not digital. I want yeah, I yeah. want an arrow. Like there's certain things that just aren't broken. Don't fix them. And then so with a car, you have this balance. You have a balance between like an analog, like when you turn the uh, vents on and off you know do you want it a, 
do you want a button or you want like a rod that has something positive yeah. to it? You know, we yeah, can yeah. feel it, you know, and, and, and they balance that nicely in that car. And I, a lot of cars I get in and I, it, the AC vents and things like that, you're right, specifically, it has to have a, a good amount of tension on it. It can't feel too light and plasticky and like it's going to flop around and right. or you hit a speed bump on the 405 and now the vents are pointing at the ceiling like right. you want a little bit of feedback to it and yeah and then they do step it up you know it, the instead of like like plastic or a piece of tin you know for the speaker covers that was that was like all machined billet yeah, you know, that's some really. There's some pretty nice pieces. A lot of aluminum trim on the buttons and stuff. It, it's hard to fake your way through a good interior, and that interior is spectacular. And obviously, driving up and down PCH and Malibu and the coast, you know, no better car to do it in than that car. It was missing a sunroof, and I'm not yeah. normally a sunroof guy, but I could have used the sunroof in that uh, on that day. Yeah, spectacular weather. Doesn't have day. to. Uh, I, we kept putting the windows down, but even a little bit of light would have been, you know, like yeah. just, you know, if it didn't even open. It's funny because we talk about these cars and we say a lot of times on, you know, maybe you should pick one up used. You'd definitely be saving some money. And uh, especially now, so uh, uh, a, a friend of mine has been wanting a Rolls Royce Dawn for a while, the big convertible. Uh, lives mm. out in Arizona. You know, it's night in summer. It's crazy hot, but it's nice to drop the top and when the sun goes down over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, looked around forever and found <laughs> found a Rolls Royce Dawn in California, down in San Diego area, mm-hmm. uh, fully optioned out, mm-hmm. three hundred and seventy eight thousand dollars. And somebody uh, they wouldn't say who, but it was a. A, a well-known wealthy celebrity had ordered a Dawn, mm-hmm. but it was going to take, you know, it was supposed to take 10 months or something to for it to be custom built. So he said, okay, well, I want this one. Why, why don't I drive this one for the almost a year? And, Hold on, uh, the and, celebrity said yeah, that? Yeah, the celebrity said that. Yeah. And because they're not selling a lot right now they ended up building his car quicker it took five months so he gave back the loaner dawn and got his new dawn so now they have a rolls royce dawn sitting in the showroom used for sale with only 800 miles on it Mm -hmm. and my friend called over there and negotiated negotiated he said look this is my price you call me back when you sell it for that price Two hundred seventy-eight thousand dollars, a hundred thousand off sticker. Wow! For eight hundred miles on the car, it's wow. still under warranty. Oh yeah, you know, and we talk about buying used cars, and we've you 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 could really see it, unfortunately, but you see it in the expensive British cars that don't seem to hold their hold their value as well, which is crazy because they're getting better and better. The Bentley's fantastic. The Rolls Royce we drove is great. The Aston Martin that we just drove, the Superleggero, is gorgeous and fast and and yeah. worked well there's a you know there's a new version a, a new categories i think about it of used car like when i was a kid when i was young when my family would buy a used car and that's what we did we bought used cars or even when i would buy a used pickup truck like that thing was used yeah i mean yeah you'd buy that thing and 10 minutes after you got it 
it would always be the battery went bad, like yep. in the first week. Uh, so the clutch would go out, mm-hmm. like in the first week. I mean, that was the small stuff, but it would the always brake be- starts squeaking. You get worried about that, and tires it, are bad. You know, oh, you gotta it do always, that. it's always like it needs two front tires. Yeah. You know, like I bought used shit, yeah. and my family bought used stuff. You know, I mean, my my sister owned a Dodge Dart. She like paid like fifty dollars or two hundred dollars <laughs> for it. You know, like I mean, these they, when my family bought cars, they weren't doing it. In increments of thousands, it was increments of hundreds. Yeah, and my mom buy VW Squareback for seven hundred and fifty dollars. You know, and it, that Sweet. that shit needed work. Uh, <laughs> what it needed work when it was new. <laughs> I told you, I drove my sister's car to Tijuana. The thing blew up in like San Diego, and I just I junked it in San Diego. I just came home. I came home with no car. Yeah. And the car was the car was worth forty dollars. I got forty dollars. Was there any out. other follow up? Was there like somebody got registration or a license plate or a VIN number, or somebody just probably took it and brought it to Mexico and owned it? They got a free car. I took it to like I got about as far as San Juan Capistrano on a road trip to Tijuana. Uh, the car blew up. I mean, really through a rod, kind of blew up, and uh, I pulled it off. I think I pulled it off on like the side of the freeway and limped it down like the ramp of the one of those side streets that runs by the freeway or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just parked it. And, you know, we walked a mile to a phone booth and got a, someone to pick us up. And, and we, we, we made it to Tijuana. I was we going to say, you didn't cancel the trip, no, though, right? We, we, still we, going. we went in a Toyota and it was like five dudes in a Toyota Corolla, like old school two door, you know, like yeah. tough size-wise but we made it to tijuana we made it back uh we i came back like three days later i had like somebody drive me out to where i try to find the car where my Mm -hmm. sister's car was had like five parking tickets on it but you know who cares um i somehow found some junkyard or something wrecking yard like somewhere in the neighborhood and I remember, I, I remember this weird thing. I always had it in my head that you could junk your car for 50 bucks. That was like the going right. Like I took it to the junkyard. I got 50 bucks. And I remember this guy just going, all right, I'll give you 40 bucks. And I was like, <laughs> I, I thought the rule was you got 50 bucks. Yeah. And, and he's like, nah, the, you, the, it was a Nova or something. or It was a Dodge Dart. It was kind of a medium-sized car back then. It wasn't a big car. Yeah. Like, the big cars are 50 bucks. You got a Dodge Dart. That's 40. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And he gave me the 40. And I don't know. I just rode my motorcycle home. And then I just showed up to my sister's house. I was like, or wherever. Here's where 22 bucks. My sister lived. <laughs> no, I just gave her. I just got here's 40 bucks. And that was, that, that was, was it. That was it. Because my thought was California would be pissed, right? Because it's California. So they'd be like, "Oh, we're just going to we're just going to start fining you and ticketing you and towing you until Yeah, and, they did, but I, the car $3,000 in in fees the, the, on a on a thing that's worth 40 bucks. The car was like, I don't know if it was ever registered in anyone's name or anything. <laughs> the thing about California is you can get a parking ticket. They don't have enough people anymore to like enforce anything. Like you you get pulled over, you're here illegally. They used to compound they used to confiscate your car and put it in the compound. Now they just go, eh, 
Yeah, who cares? Like yeah. they they can't really enforce their own laws. They got too many laws and yeah. not enough enforcement. Not enough humans to enforce all their laws, so they just kind of go, ah, fuck it. Except all the towing. The, uh, I the, said compound. I meant impound. impound. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. The it's the privatized version of that. Like when you're parking at an apartment complex or a or a Home Depot parking lot, and the sign says you'll be towed. That's the guy who's going to get his money because they're going to call, they're going to get a towed, and that guy's going to be behind, you know, the bank teller window so he doesn't get shot and be like, it's seven hundred dollars to get your car out of jail. Oh, it's a whole... And it's $300 a day, so you better hurry up. It's a whole racket out <laughs> oh here gosh. because Gergos is suing a tow, towing company. Good. Because he... <laughs> Good, that makes me happy. Makes me so happy. He goes into... Think about the whole racket. The racket... The one racket, or one of the many rackets in SoCal is... There is no public transportation, so they know your car is kind of your life's blood, right? And if they get your car, they just got your car. I've had three motorcycles towed in my my life, so I know what it's it's like to have a a motorcycle towed. Oh, uh, two of them were my motorcycle. The other one was someone else's motorcycle. But either way, I was responsible for three motorcycles being towed. They tow it once you show up. When you show up, I had one motorcycle towed because I lent it to my buddy Umgad. He he rode it to UCLA. They went to UCLA. They stole the license plate at UCLA. Huh. Then he brought it back to North Hollywood where I live and just parked it on the street in front of my apartment building. I, I, I know right where he parked it. There's a picture of me, the one standing in my bathrobe in front yeah. of my truck. and That's my Honda 404. They ripped the license plate off. They did the whole sweep tow thing. It ends up in the North Hollywood impound lot. I'm like saying to the cop or whoever, um, they shouldn't have towed my motorcycle. Somebody stole my license plate. And the cop was saying, yeah, they should have checked the VIN number to see that it was registered or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so the cop was like, they made a mistake. And so it's like... I'm at the impound yard going, hey, I need my motorcycle back. These guys made a mistake. And they're like, I don't, I don't care. 80 bucks. Yeah, they don't care. 80 bucks. And, and also their thing is like, uh, it's 80 bucks a day. Yeah. And then you're like, and then they're like, it's two days. And you go, whoa, whoa. Came in 11.45 last night. Now it's 7.30. You know, Monday night. Now it's Tuesday morning, 7.45. Yeah. And the guy's like, yeah, two days. Yeah. Monday, then Tuesday. I was like, eight hours. <laughs> yeah. I remember, you know what I said to the guy? Because I was always kind of a comedic dick. I was like, <laughs> I was like, so you're charging for two days, even though it's been nine hours. And they're like, yeah, came in on Monday. Like, uh, you know, today's Tuesday, two days. And we're not going to release it. You got to pay us for two days. And I just said to him, why don't you just charge for four days? Yeah. Like, as long as you have the shit. Yeah. As long as you're lying. As long as you have no rules, essentially. Why don't you fucking go... Go for broke. Just charge yeah. charge for two years. It's just whatever. Just, yeah. You're making your shit up as you go. Just go ahead. So Garagas is suing a tow company because it's a fucking racket. Mm-hmm. And he pulls into like, you know, coffee bean, tea leaf or whatever. He pulls into like the 20-minute zone. He goes in and gets his uh, iced coffee. He goes walking out 11 minutes later and the tow truck's hooking him up, right? And he's like, uh, hey, I, I haven't been here 20 minutes. And the tow truck guy's like, hey, man, tell it to the boss, man. You, you've been here for more than 20 minutes. And Gara's like, no, I haven't. 
And it's like, well, we're towing you. And it's like, oh, I see, I see your fucking racket. You just come in and tow people's cars. And yeah. then once your car is in the fucking impound lot, you can lawyer up, you can petition your city councilman, or you can, and you can walk home. Or you can fucking give me money right yeah. now and take your car, because I'm not giving it to you. There's until you nothing pay me. more secure than the impound lot. You can't right. you can't get in. By the way, when you walk in, there's not a menu on the wall going day one, forty bucks, day two, you know, an extra forty bucks. They just they can say whatever number they want. Like you said, they could charge you for four days if it's two, or they could just go, oh, it's it is two days. You're right, but it's a hundred dollars a day now instead of forty bucks a day. They have like, your car, so they can just do whatever they want. Garagos is onto their shit, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, I see what you guys do." Yeah, <laughs> and. This kicks the shit out of the poor people who need their vehicle, yeah. don't have any resources or recourses, and they just got to go, fuck it. I just yeah. got to eat it. I mean, I had a cop. I had one cop get me off of the motorcycle, writes me a ticket on Laurel Canyon, and it was a, one of those on Laurel Canyon, right as it comes down and flattens out toward the valley, there's a couple of these little side streets that are just cul-de-sacs, you know. And he pulled me over, and we pulled off to the side street. He was writing me a ticket. I didn't have a motorcycle license. I just had a driver's license, you know. Yeah. And he's like, got to tow the bike. And I'm like, can I just push it over to the side we were on a side street it's like a residential area there's no signs out front or yeah, no yeah. no parking no business zone or anything i go i'll just park it right here and i'll just i will just hitchhike home i'll go get my temp license and he's like towing it I'm like, <laughs> can i just park it I, I i'll give you the keys hold the keys i'll park it i'll go get my temp from the whatever and i'll, I'll go get it yeah. and he's like calling the tow truck and I was like, uh. so they towed the fucking bike to the North Hollywood place. I hitchhiked home. Then I had to like hitchhike to the DMV, but I, I didn't have a motorcycle to take. To do the test. To do, do the test. Yeah. So I just took a temporary written test and they gave me a temporary motorcycle license. Then I had to hitchhike to the fucking tow yard, <laughs> show them the temporary thing give them 80 bucks, then they released a bike, then I was back riding the bike the same day. Yeah. I don't know what my skill set, I don't know how much I improved. Did you go back to the DMV to do the driving test? Yeah, because they they give you a temporary license. Yeah, but I... There was the idea of you just going, I got the temp license, got my bike out of jail, now I'm not doing anything anymore. Well... It's it doesn't good, prevent you the, from the, getting the, pulled over again the, with the same situation, but the, the temp license is, was good for like seventy two hours or something, yeah, and yeah. then then you're going to get pulled so over. The way again. they do it is they probably made you pay for the license to give you the temp one, and then you go back and you do the driving test. You don't owe more money because you've already paid. Right? Whatever it is, they just <laughs> yeah. want money. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, that was uh, that's a probably the. That's probably the third and last motorcycle I've had towed. <laughs> I had three motor- Who else had three motorcycles towed? Legitimately I'm, towed. I have, I have no idea. Do you think the tow companies profile the vehicle? If the Starbucks guy calls and says, somebody's in my spot over here, you need a tow them, and the guy goes, what kind of car is it? And he says, uh, Mazda mini truck. 
tow guy goes, I'll be there in 45 minutes. But if you said BMW X5, it'd be like, I'll be there in seven and a half minutes. Well, driving off the tow truck is still the greatest accomplishment <laughs> in my adult life. Far outweighs my twins or any professional accomplishments I've yeah. ever ever had. Yeah, it's a, I had a great conversation. It's a proud when, moment when the guy, when the guy's like, "Hey, man," the guy had my M3 hooked up, and he's like, "Hey, man, I got the call. I hooked it up. I can't come back without without a car." And I just went, <laughs> I just went, hey, what, does it ever happen that you get a call to go tow a car in a, like a red zone or a handicap or something, and then you show up and the car's gone? And he's like, all the time. Yeah. I was like, let's just make that one of these yeah. times then. It's like, can't do it. Can't do it. What do you mean can't do it? Had his girlfriend in the fucking car. Every time he got in the truck, I got in the M3 and I just hit that brake. I knew I had more. I knew I, I knew the front wheels had more ballast, you know, mm-hmm. more braking in them. And that guy would just drag me. <laughs> he just drag me for like twenty <laughs> feet, and then he'd stop and he'd be all pissed off. And he'd get out of the car and he'd come yell at me again. And then I'd get out of the car and I'd yell at him again. And then he'd go back to his pickup truck and jump in it again. And I'd run back and jump in my car again. And he just kept he drag me. And then he'd get back out of the car and he'd start fucking yelling at me again. And then at some point, a fucking in, there's a guy named Tom who who was a producer, a director at the Man Show, who who was kind of insane. Mm-hmm. He 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 did really nutty things, and he he was doing a show about chimps on like the Animal Planet or something, and they had like a big meeting at the boardroom or something, and they were telling him shit. To, they wanted him to do and he literally pulled his dick out and just said everyone to blow him you know like he was he was nuts like, tom was nuts but he he directed all the man show chimpanzee stuff we did because he knew how to do chimp and he was good at a bunch of stuff uh, how many of those did you do was he a full-time employee yeah he did other stuff too and he just came running out from the Ugh. billiards place we're all drinking pitchers of beer at after the man show and he just he just ran up to me and he's like unlash the tires unlash the tires i got this one you got that one he's like push me you know and i was like okay and we just ran and he just undid the tie down that was holding the tires onto the thing he just undid it pulled it apart like threw it and started running you know what i mean (laughs) and i just undid it and he goes get in the car and he goes go I just fucking fired that thing up, drove right off that thing. Was his dick out the whole time? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I would have driven off it. He just showed up and was like, go, go. And he unlashed it. Now, the tow tow driver, his girlfriend was in the truck the whole time? Yeah. That's a good date. That's a good woman. (laughs) <laughs> Those tow trucks, the kind that have the fork that lift up the back of the car, they uh-huh. must just have big, there was like four inch, five inch wide, just like tie downs that like held the back tires onto like the cup, the spoon kind of shape yeah. of the thing. Yeah, they, they, they kind of clips around the tire and then they can, you know, like a like quick jack kind of thing and it goes around it and then, yeah, they just strap it on. And it's weird that they, you know, and they, they, they just drag the car. So much as flatbeds these days. Yeah, this wasn't this probably was, for probably because of you. 
<laughs> this is uh you made every triple a guy and tow guy get a flatbed this is and you know the car's rear wheel drive and it's at five speed you know yeah. so it's like i had to rock it a little bit and to work that clutch <laughs> you know because to get it off the car yeah i just drove home and i just went home i just pulled in the garage shut the garage real fast like went up in the house shut the lights you know I was waiting for the <laughs> fucking... Did hit under the bed? Like I thought the thought... cops were showing up. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I, I, I knew the guy had my driver's license. I oh, mean, yeah. my license plate. Oh, he had the plate. He didn't... He, he had the plate. Your... I thought the guy was going to run the plate, you know, call the cops, run the plate, and fucking call a cruiser to, to come to my home or wherever the yeah. fucking thing was registered. I, I, I thought for sure the guy was going to dime me out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, sounds like a lot of work for the cops. It does, and the guy and his girlfriend was probably like, <laughs> "What? What set the guy off is like?" <laughs> at some point, the, I said, "Why are you being an asshole?" That's what I I said to him. Why are you being an asshole? Yeah. He, so I. Yeah, but she, Max Patty, you're looking at a car that has wheels under the front wheel. Goodball. Yeah, they got the the drag around wheels. That's how you know that one ain't 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 the right one. We this is no front. Nothing under the front, just a big fork in the back. In the back, they lifted it up pretty high. It was up like it was up like th- thirty six inches, probably. And uh, I guess back then they just lash it down. Anyway, uh, it's really the best thing I've ever done. Yeah, that's not in my life. It's good to have a wingman, crazy wingman over there. Put one small scratch in the rear bumper. One fine. Yeah. Kind of deepish, right in the middle, just straight up and down, and the uh, spare tire, spare well. tire thing was all pushed in. Yeah, we just jumped on it. Just yeah, just pop it out. Yeah, you got a spare that. tire back in there. Oh yeah, my was buddy, the spare tire like popped into the trunk. It was like <laughs> yeah, the, the spare tire, the the basically the well where the spare tire was went from being in, like an innie to an Audi. Yeah, you know, and it got pushed all out. And I remember really well the next day I was over at like the party house with uh, to play basketball with like my buddies and my big, big dude buddy Chris showed up and I was like, uh, that's all jacked up, whatever. I had the spare tire out at that point. He goes, uh, let me see that. And he just opened the trunk and he jumped up into the back of, of where the tire <laughs> well was and he just started hot bouncing up and down and just pushed it it just popped back <laughs> literally just popped back down yeah the car was a lease i i turned it in a year later it was like nothing they didn't yeah. find anything or there was no demerits or anything for yeah. the, driving off a tow truck i don't know the dented spare tire well is on their checklist yeah of, of things to to and to as, find. as i recall like once you popped it back into place it just kind of went it's back into fine. place yeah. yeah yeah if the metal wasn't cracked or anything it was probably fine it's good that it probably absorbed a lot of the shock. That's what it was. This, that, and the spare tire. Took, I don't know. The, I, I I don't know what it hit on the way down. Maybe the. Obviously, something was in the middle. Yeah. That it made contact with on the way down. I don't know what yeah. that was. Well, I think that thing that scoops up the rear tires is like a T, right? So there's like a middle one, one big you know, piece of steel and then it tees out to get underneath the tires and it probably hit that. Yeah. That was probably pointed up or some and it, you know, it was I easy. Don't know. I, I look, I didn't stall it. I didn't like burn up the clutch. It was pretty one, pretty one, one quick move. It just started it. 
threw 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 a couple of revs at it, popped it in first, and pretty much dropped the clutch. Like I, <laughs> I didn't I didn't have to negotiate that much. I wasn't like feathering it or or anything too much. I just pretty much popped it, and it yeah. just went. And I didn't do like a couple of rocked back and forth or stalled it or anything. It was. Pretty easy. Was the guy standing next to her or was he in the truck? Was he trying to drive away? Was this sort of a tug of war thing? Or is, he was yelling at your friend. You can't do that. You can't touch it. You, you're grabbing the... I don't remember his involvement. I remember he went into the cab of the truck. Yeah. Maybe he was dealing with his old lady or something. I, I remember what set it, what like finally set him off. I just went... Uh, I said to him, uh, look, can I just pay you or whatever, whatever? And he just went, ah, it's too late or something. And then I said. <laughs> he would say, normally, yes, you can bribe right. me, but now I'm mad. I said, why are you being an asshole? And he went, oh, that's it now. Like I offended him. <laughs> and so once I defended him. Yeah. He said, oh, now it's on or whatever. Or like maybe he was going to call dispatch or something. But he went back to the truck and he was like, now it's on. And as he started back to the truck, that's when Tom was like, unlash it. And so we we unlashed it in 15 seconds or something. And he got in the truck and he shut the door and he like fired up the truck or whatever it is. And I just fired it up. He's going to call dispatch. That's his move. I'm going to call dispatch. Uh, Okay. I don't don't know. (laughs) Again, he had his wife with him or his girlfriend i don't know he didn't have a it's kind of pre-cell phone i don't think he had a cell phone Mm -hmm. but uh Mm -hmm. best day of my life people all right let me tell you guys about geico though we're apart these days we are sharing more and geico would just like to say thanks for that thanks for all sharing for all your all your fun videos i I see a lot of car videos garage tours and for some reason a lot of dog videos but Mm. uh Anyway, thanks for that. And uh, Geico wants to share as well with the Geico Give Back. It's a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers. Because Geico is committed for the long haul, the 15% credit lasts your full policy term. So just go to geico.com slash give back for more info. That's geico.com slash give back. All right. So... Uh, the Bentley was cool. The Bentley was cool. Shelby GT500. It's a lot of car. I, I just picked it up, and we we talked about this months ago when I went out to Vegas for the Ford event, and they had a bunch, you know, they had a dozen of these things. Drove it around a little, hit the road course, uh, hit the drag strip, did the launch control, and uh, and now that they got them in the press fleet, I was like, yeah, let's drive it around town and see how it is, and. One of the things that uh, I've mentioned, you've brought this up now too as well after you know the Mustang Bullet, is, is these cars, these muscle cars now, even though this one is a little bit on the higher end, it's 80 grand, goes up to 100 grand with the carbon fiber track pack and the carbon fiber wheels and all that stuff, but it still has a lot of the same features of the GT or the Bullet or the performance pack. They're so good now. I mean, you have launch control and uh, the Christmas tree feature that's in there for the drag launch. And it's got adjustable suspension and Magna ride and adjustable steering feedback. And uh, you can separately change the, the suspension or you can do the sport mode, the normal mode, the track mode. You can open the exhaust. You can make the exhaust quiet. You can make it loud. You can play it normal mode. You can program the exhaust that if you want to start it up in the morning to go to work, it'll start in quiet mode so not annoy everybody. Mm. And then an hour later or whatever, or the next time you start it, it'll be in loud mode. Like That's nice. It's like all of these things were 
were features of the high-end performance cars, M5s, M4s, M3s, or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, and the super luxury cars. And now you can spend fifty grand, you know, or even less, and get all of these features in that car. The drag launch mode has a Christmas tree on the dash, and you can adjust the RPMs at what you want to launch. So if you go into a drag strip. And uh, you feel like it's just a little bit stickier. You want to add, you know, twenty five hundred RPM instead of twenty two hundred RPM. You can dial the thing in, and uh, uh, it, you know these cars can do almost anything. Now this one is seven hundred and sixty horsepower, supercharged. Wow! And now it has <clears throat> the only transmission option is a seven speed DCT dual clutch transmission. It's a paddle shift, so you could pop it in an automatic mode. But it's made by Tremec the same guys that do all the manual transmissions. They basically create a seven-speed with a proper dual clutch, and uh, that's, you know, and you could paddle shift it, or you, know, you could drive it around, but it's it's fantastic. What's the sticker on that? Uh, they start at 80, about 80,000, and mm-hmm. I think you can go to 100, I don't know, 101, 105, something like that. The carbon track pack, it's the carbon fiber wheels and a the different wing and the rear seat delete is a pretty big option. It's like an $18,000 option. Mm. But uh, you don't have to do that. The one that I'm driving is the street version, which is great around town. And I think the sticker on that is 81000 So it's... And look, when you hear it and drive it, it's fantastic. And and when you open the hood, <clears throat> it still has a little show offiness, you know. Like it's a it's a it's a car guy, car girl's engine. You open the hood and you see the big supercharger, and it's got the heat sink on it, and you know it's got the you know Cobra on it, and the, you know the Shelby logo, and it's not all completely covered up. Yeah, you know, we open the hood of the Bentley, and you're like, "Yeah, it's a big plastic piece." That says Bentley, and it's cool, and they don't want you to touch it. I get it, but this is kind of fun, and it's it's interesting at at 760 horsepower. That's you know, you're I don't know, you're you're a good tune, maybe some 93 octane and a K and air filter away from 800. <laughs> I I guess yeah, that sounds bonkers, but yeah, I guess I I you know supercharging. Supercharging is probably a little less tunable than turbocharging for extra horsepower. Well, you could you could you could change the blower pulley. You can just change out the boost if you want. Um, you can you can do some. Can you change things. up the boost? Yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, I don't know how. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you're you right. can't you can't dial in the boost like you could on a on a no, turbo. Yeah, no, I'm saying the but blower could, pulley. Yeah. yeah, but on on a. On a turbo car, you can mess with the tune and not have to mechanically screw around with things. Yeah. Uh, you could probably pop off the belt, swap a blower pulley in 30 minutes, and then you would do a new tune to go with it, right? You'd be. I guess you'd have. Wouldn't you have to get a bigger belt? Two? Yeah, uh, there's there's probably kits available right. that include just a belt and a pulley, maybe a, a, a puller, like a little. Because some of those pulleys are pressed on. I don't know oh, if they yeah. still are. The older Cobras were. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, it's crazy. Well, anyway, you, why, I don't know. Look, I don't want to sound like my mom, but 760 horsepower is enough for we, now. We, <laughs> we took it to the drag strip, and they basically run them bone stock. 
And there's guys there from Ford saying, oh, let's try 2,500 RPM. Let's try 2,400 RPM. Let's put it in the launch control. Just watch the little Christmas tree, and then we'll run it, and we'll show your time. And, I mean, people that have never been out there are running 1140s, 1150s. And uh, and if you've done it a few times, you're 1120. You're running 1120s in the quarter mile. And then somebody was good, you know, one of the guys uh, that is a big Mustang drag racer guy, he went out there and launched it on his own without the launch control, just trying to get the best. 1055. Wow. And a bone stock. We didn't change the tire pressure. He just went wow. out there and ran 1055s. That thing is quick. Wow. It's, it's you know, I was I was thinking – my son turns 14, doesn't give two shits about cars. But when I was turning 14, it was like, oh, gas is going through the roof. We may be out of gas. Every car was detuned for smog. We didn't know how to deal with the smog requirements. You know, you're picturing the 1978 Corvette or Mustang and everything was like a slug and fat and slow. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, God, I'll never have a fast car. Like we're good. And by the way... All I could tell is we went from 60s muscle, you know, mid-60s, mm-hmm. late 60s, and it's just been a slide ever since. And, like, that graph was going down. It was, yeah. And all, it was going one direction down. You know, there was a 70s, you know, late 60s big block Corvette and some fastback Mustangs or Mach 1s or something. And it had been a decade, and that arrow was just going straight down. Yeah. And I was, like, doing the math. Like, oh, I'll never have something cool. And uh, <laughs> here we got, here we are. You know, but to, to balance it out, they're going to have to sell, you know, they'll come up with a way to sell a Mustang Mach-E electric vehicle for every, you know, GT500 right. or, or Mach 1 or GT350 yeah, for, that for they ca- sell. For cafe. Yeah. All right, let me tell you about J.B. Weld DIY projects to get through. Want to save some money? Want to avoid paying the repairman? Yeah, you don't want that guy all full of germs trouncing around your house. Yeah. No way. J.B. Weld big or small products, uh, repairs, home repairs, garage repairs, ordinary household glue. Well, it's ordinary. It's got the word ordinary in it. We're proud to have J.B. Weld as a sponsor. They're great. I know the owner. We hung out at uh, SEMA a couple of years back, hung out, went over to the booth, started chatting the guy up, (laughs) trying to get some free epoxy, man. You know my move. They've been around for over 50 years, proudly made in the U.S. Uh, I use their stuff for everything, and they make everything now. So when I was coming up, it was J.B. Weld. It's like you know, muffler repair. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I got the two-part epoxies, the super glues. They have all, all kinds of stuff. I lock tights and all kinds of... Yeah, it's good for wood, plastic, metal, and more. JB Weld, available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Walmart, Amazon, Michaels, and more. Don't glue it. JB Weld it. All right, Nashville, Tennessee, uh, tonight and tomorrow. I'm doing two shows uh, Friday, two shows Saturday. And uh, we'll do a live podcast there and a stand-up as well. Book signing, my new book, I'm Your Emotional Support Animal. It is out this Tuesday. But if you're in Nashville, come to a signing at the uh, club, 5 o'clock on Saturday. We'll do that. Pre-order the book. It just helps. And it'll show up on Tuesday, the audiobook's all done. You got to get them both because they're so different. The audiobook's a lot, did a lot of jagging on, you know. Yeah. It's like and, you're getting the uh, DVD commentary. 
Right. <laughs> and uh, you can check out Chassis, uh, our channel on Pluto TV. Chassis is uh, 585. We've got a lot of cool car stuff up there. Matt, what do you got? Uh, I'll post some more pictures of the uh, the Bentley and the GT500. Try to get some videos so you can hear the thing. Follow me at Motorator on social media. So, till next time, Adam Crawl from Matt, the Motorator, DeAndrea saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. tell you guys about geico though yeah. we're apart these days we're sharing more and geico would just like to say thanks thanks for sharing your dance moves your diy haircut fails and your inner lip sync star now it's geico's turn to share as well with the geico give back it's a 15 percent credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers and because geico's committed for the long haul the 15 percent credit lasts your full policy term Visit geico.com slash giveback for info. That's geico.com slash giveback.